Hello everybody, and welcome, <laughs> I don't know what that was, welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher, I am your host, William Fletcher, and I'm back, I have not recorded in about a month or so, I think, yeah, it would have been about a month or so since I recorded, probably over a month since I recorded, because I recorded the um, the Martin McDonough episode, actually, no, I, would, uh, no, I recorded my, um, what I watched this month at the beginning of the of November, it's been a while, though. it's been nearly a month, so, yeah, I'm back to, uh, to continue doing this, so, uh, this, uh, I'll be discussing the films, um, the, the filmography of Edgar Wright uh, ranked not Last Night in Soho, as I have not seen that, but I feel like it kind of coincides nicely with that. So that's what this week is. And then for the next few weeks, um, throughout December, I'll have, a, I'll have, you know, like the regular type of episodes. And at the end of the year, the last episode of the year, I uh, am planning on the, the last, the 27th is the last Monday of the year, so I'm planning to record and release a review of the year episode on the 27th of December, and that will lead nicely into the first of uh, the next year of January, where that will go back to normal. And uh, that's sort of going to be my plan for the rest of the years: a end of year review of the year, where like the final Monday of every year will just be a review of the year, talking about film so my uh sort of i guess uh what we took for review of the year will just be like it'll just be me and a few other guests we'll just talk about you know so the best films we saw some of the worst films too maybe some good television you know some good video games we may have played you know so that'll be the final episode of the year but that is in like four weeks time and so this week i'll be discussing the films of edgar wright ranked so I uh, was not able to rewatch the films that I'd already seen prior to this. Uh, I, I just watched the two new ones, but I I have seen these other films multiple times, so I feel like my ranking is pretty much where it's at. And there is no Lost in Soho as I've not been able to see that yet. I will probably cover that when I eventually watch it in one of my um what I watched this month. Probably it'll be for next. It'll be the first one next year. So yes. Uh, so, starting off at the bottom of the list, uh, uh, to no one's surprise, uh, Fistful of Fingers. If you if you haven't seen it, it's his first film. Technically, it's a, it's more or less a student film. Uh, it's it's like fine. It's it's. I mean, it, you know, it is a student film. It's it's one of the two I hadn't seen prior to this. But I mean, I I pr- prior to this, I'd seen all like his. I don't want to say proper film, but, like, the ones that, like, everyone knows. Uh, for context, I hadn't seen A Fistful of Fingers or the Sparks Brothers doc that he released this year. But, um, A Fistful of Fingers was fine. I, 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 there are some good bits, some good jokes in it, but it mostly just kind of feels like, um, you know, it doesn't really feel like a film... There's some variably, like, problematic and kind of outdated jokes involving uh, Native Americans. So, um, I mean, mean, of course, that could just be the joke that it's, you know, pointing out the, you know, how problematic and idiotic Americans can be when portraying Native Americans, but it just felt a bit off to me. 
Uh, and, like, it's fine. Like, I probably will never watch it again unless I do a full retrospective and watch through of all his films, which is entirely possible because I'm... Um, I should have said this at the beginning. Edgar Wright is probably my top five, top three, possibly, directors ever. Because he's just so good. He's just a great filmmaker. Uh, but Fistful of Fingers is by far his weakest film. And I will say this. I don't think he's made a bad film. I Even Fistful of Fingers is, like, fine. Uh, then, and number six, we've got the Sparks Brothers doc. I watched that, I finished that, like, 20, 30 minutes ago before I started recording this. Uh, I don't really have much to say. I don't, I'm not really familiar with the Sparks Brothers. I didn't really care about it. I was kind of at a point like, okay, just, just get on with it. You know, I don't really care that much about it because it's a band, you know. But, like, it's a decent documentary. It goes on for way too long. It's, like, two hours, 20 minutes. It's, like, nah, it's... That's too long if you film. If a film's going to go that long, you should justify it going that long. And, and it doesn't really justify that, if I'm being completely honest. So I'm not saying too much about these two films. I, do, I don't really have much to say about these films because they're kind of just whatever. They're fine. Uh, but now we get into pretty much every film here on. I either really like or love so uh, next is Baby Driver where I feel like that's a bit of a hot take because I know a lot of people really really love Baby Driver I mean I really liked Baby Driver too I think Baby Driver is a really good film I, I had it much higher I think I had it at one point I probably would have had it as like a 10 but the more I think about it and, the, and I have watched it subsequently since my initial viewing I kind of feel that it's not that good it's kind of like you know well not as not i i should have rephrased that uh, less good than i remember it being because I, I i definitely think it's a good film and hell i'd say it's a pretty good film and i stand by it it is a great film um, there's just so much, the opening, like, one take they have of, um, Gord's character going to, like, the coffee shop is great. I think that's a really good bit. I think that's probably one of my favorite, just, like, singular shots in a film. And, I mean, that's the thing Edgar Wright does so well, is he does, is, you know, sort of combining, um these very long impressive one takes that are amazing uh, I, I think the music stuff in it works decently well I don't think any of the song choices are particularly bad and I think it's it's probably one of the best I think it's probably my probably my top 10 of 2017 because it is it is a really really good film um, it is a bit problematic if he does do a sequel, considering the whole Ansel Elgort situation, which I'm not going to go into now, but I feel like some of you probably already know. I'm not dealing, I'm not going to talk about that because that's not a particularly nice situation, but you know, and I, I would like him to do a sequel because I mean, I do think it is a fantastic film and a sequel would be appreciated. You know, maybe he can. Maybe that will be his next project. 
possibly. Um, so then next up, we've got The World's End, the my least favourite of the Cornetto trilogy, and I don't really think that's too surprising. I think most people are willing to admit it's probably the weakest film. However, it's still a really, really great film. Because it is. It's, it's, it's Edgar Wright, it's Simon Pegg writing, which is like that already is a pairing that works really well with Hot Fuzz and um, Shaun of the Dead which you know we'll get on to in a minute i think the world's end well i i think it's got the best simon peck character that he plays in the cornetto trilogy i think gary king is one of the most like interesting depressing characters that like the show has ever the show why did i say the show <laughs> that's not a show it's 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 three movies it's probably the probably if we're talking overall probably the best edgar wright performance i'd say i i'd honestly say it's probably the best edgar wright performance ever uh certainly the best of the cornetto trilogy uh and like he is really good in Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz to be fair i, I will give him that he is really great in those but he's just much better in the world's end i you know i i think uh the supporting cast around him is is i'm talking about this one a lot more than baby Joe. i guess because like there's a lot of stuff that i could just say about one of these films and it applies to all of them like that's what the thing is really is i could say like this i could say like this about every film and it still works so it doesn't really yeah because it's that kind of thing of like well one thing i say about this film is applicable to every other film that he has done because that's the thing you know that edgar wright excels at is you know the whole thing of like you know um just sort of getting a good cast together and they all work really well they all bounce off each other really well because they're just good they're just good actors really that's like that's what the thing is they're, they're just good actors and yeah it's a really good film i i think to be fair if i was to sort of put it in comparison to all the other um, the other Cornetto, the films of the Cornetto trilogy. Sorry, hi. Um, I'm a bit tired while I'm recording this. If I was to put it in comparison, it definitely it's definitely the weakest. I feels like sort of it, getting the Cornetto in there feels a bit like mm, like the others. The others they kind of um a lot more um sort of clever with it. I guess they're sort of a lot more. Well, I don't know if clever is the right word, but they definitely incorporate it better. Because I just think that's sort of a uh, thing that they, it's sort of, yeah, that they incorporate. They incorporate, like, that kind of stuff a lot better. And I think that's a, um, the very big positive of it is that they're able to you know, incorporate this stuff as well as they, you know, 
can as well as they do. And I think that's something this show the why do I keep saying this show? Oh my god, I'm s God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I uh, it's something that this that they're able to incorporate super well. But the uh, but the world's end is the weakest. Still a really good film though. And to be fair, I know someone who has this as the best one. Uh, they're fully wrong. I um, a guest, a former guest on the show that I've done a couple, a few episodes with at this point. Uh, but they're wrong. The world's end is not the best one. I I think it it is it is definitely the weakest. I kind of think the whole uh, spoilers, the whole stuff with the alien invasion story is kind of like well, it doesn't feel as natural or doesn't like fit in as well like. Like, Shaun of the Dead, the whole zombies thing, like, doesn't feel shoehorned in or sort of unearned, but the whole alien thing, it, um, um, like, the whole stuff, like, the stuff in, um, this film in, uh, in The World's End feels a lot more clunky and sort of, like, it's trying to get to the point, you know, when in reality... It's just, it's much weaker in comparison. Uh, not that it's bad. You know, it's it's very good. But it's very much, you know, it's, 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 it's still a very, very good film. Now moving on to top three. I say top three like there's a ton of films. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Going in, this was like the last I watched this of like his the films everyone talks about the most recently. I watched it for the first time last year. Would have been like September, like late September, I think it was last year. And I remember I watched it, and then, like, about a week later, I watched it again. Because it's just so good. And that's also when I re- and that's also a time when I rewatched Baby Driver. Because I hadn't seen Baby Driver in a while. Uh, and Baby Driver's great. But Scott Pilgrim vs. The World is one of Edgar Wright's best films. He's, again, he's only made, like, seven. Um, but it is really good. It's a lot of fun. It's got a massive ensemble cast that Edgar Wright doesn't usually have. Like, he doesn't... Like, I think that... It, it has, like, the biggest cast in regards to, like, named actors. Like, big deal actors, like, a lot of the cast members of, like, Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, I'm just, like, I know, like, a couple, I know, like, the main characters, like, the actors, but I don't know a lot of the supporting players, and then in, um, in, in, uh, Scott Pilgrim, I'm, like, man, there's so many people, like, Anna Kendrick, Aubrey Plaza, Chris Evans, Jason Swartman, Brandon Routh, Brie Larson, you know, all these people, and then they're only in it for like ten minutes. It's, it's super weird. Like, 
Yeah. I I think it's great. I think it's visually, if I was sort of talking about vis- in sort of a visual way, probably the best looking in that sort of respect of like, vi- like it, like it's a visually very nice looking film. It's probably got my favorite. Yeah. Um, the sound design the, the is phenomenal. The sort of whole comic book, well, comic book slash video game sort of aspect to it is uh really nice but i i do kind of it is kind of disappointing when there's like a character and i'm like oh i love that character and then they're just not in it anymore and it's like well that's disappointing isn't it it's like you put this character in here but now they're gone i um i don't really like that I would argue that's in fact, in fact, that's like it can can at a time sort of be like, well, you know, like I don't know. It's just sort of it's disappointing, I guess. If you're like, oh my god, it's this character I like, and then they're gone, and and then you're just like, well, that's uh, that's that. They've left disappointing but you know it works uh, michael sarah um i'm a, i'm a big fan of michael sarah we, we've i've had we've discussed michael sarah a lot more in depth in like the second episode I, yeah second episode i did on um sorry on a super bad yeah that's the second episode we ever did i ever did on this and we discussed michael sarah a lot more thoroughly there Probably because he's Michael Sarah, and he's amazing, and he's a much big, and he's, I mean, he's the main character of this, but I don't know, I kind of feel like he's a bit whatever in his performance, I think he's kind of like that in most things, I think the only, like, I think he's pretty funny in Superbad, I, I like him in Molly's game, I think he's quite good in that, he's mass- very unlikable, and uh, I think he's hysterical in Arrested Development, but this... It's just like, you know, he just sort of does the Michael Sarah thing that he does in all the films. Because, you know, he's Michael Sarah. That's what he plays to. But, you know, he's not bad. I, would, I wouldn't say he's bad. It's just, you know, it's just the Michael Sarah thing. And I kind of like when he's doing something else. And number two on my list. Now, these two films, the, you know what the top two films are. They're Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Uh, both 10 out of 10, two of my all-time, all-time favorites, Hot Fuzz, in my top 10 of all time, and Shaun of the Dead in, like, my top 15 of all time. I absolutely adore these films. They are super, just incredibly outstanding. I So I should let you know that I do love both of these films, and so you can't get upset when I, you know, put it in the order you don't want me to. When I put it in an order that you don't agree with. Because I do love these films. They're great. Number two is Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Shaun of the Dead is number two. It is not my favourite Edgar Wright I feel like for some people that's very much like a hot take 
and a bit like controversial, like, ooh, you didn't say Shaun of the Dead is the best one. Uh, but I don't think it is. I don't massively really care for the zombie sort of parodies. I'm not a big zombie person. I don't... Not that I dislike zombie. Okay, I, I should like sort of explain this. I don't dislike zombies necessarily. I just am not like enamored with zombies like everyone else is. Like earlier this year, I watched um, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, well, I watched the of the George A. Romero's Of the Dead trilogy, which is Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Dead Dead. I didn't really care for Night of the Living Dead. I, I thought it was like a decent film. Dawn of the Dead, I thought was fucking great like really really cool and like actually scary and then uh dawn of, and then day of the dead i was like was my personal favorite of the three but i should watch them again because i do like them they're not bad films i do like them but day of the dead i think just had the has the best character stuff in it but so the, the zombie parodies don't necessarily work for me as well as as the i might as well talk about them sort of together the uh, zombie parodies and sort of homages don't hit as well and don't work as well for me because I'm not that big into zombies. I don't... Yeah, like, I don't dislike zombies. I think zombies are pretty decent sometimes, you know, I think. But... It just sort of feels like... It, it, it sort of feels like okay this is just kind of you know i think it's i mean it's the best zombie film um if we want to sort of go sort of by that margin it it is indeed it is the best of the zombie of zombie films because it just is isn't it like i i, I sort of stand by my opinion that it is the best zombie film because it, it just it, like I, I, I kind of I think it's the best zombie film because it I feel like it does zombies in a way that I like. You know, like the whole thing of zombie like sort of my big problem with zombies is there's sort of like a specific way I like zombies to be done. And if they're not done like sort of how I sort of think they should like they would be they should be doing them. I kind of just am like, well, you know, I don't really care that much. Because it's very much like, I just think that zombie, like, I don't really like zombie films where the zombies are running. It kind of just feels to me like you're just doing that, aren't you? Because, you know, it creates the tension. And I think it's actually kind of scarier when zombies aren't doing that. When zombies aren't, you know, running, you know, like they are in things like Train to Busan or in Hashtag Alive, you know, or like sort of the Korean zombie films or, you know, other zombie films. I don't think zombies should be running. So I think Shaun of the Dead has the best sort of interpretation of zombies, in my opinion. Although, actually, I will say Dawn of the Dead zombies are also pretty great, too. But I, I just prefer hot. The reason I prefer hot fuzz amongst multiple things is I, I prefer the action, sort of parodies and homages it does because I'm more into that kind of stuff and I'm more familiar with that stuff than I am with zombies. I just think zombies are very much like. I don't even think zombies like it. Sort of depends on the zombies, of course. I think zombies can be scary, 
at times. I think there are times where zombie is, is like legitimately scary, but it's not as often as like it should be. Like I don't like a lot of the time I'm sort of like this should be scary. But it's not. It's like Night of the Living Dead isn't scary, but like like Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead, I will say, are actually like scary films. Like I will give those two films credit in being actually scary. Hell, I think the uh, the Hall- the Simpsons Halloween special they do with um, the zombies is scarier than a lot of zombie stuff. I also prefer the characters. In hot, f- I I think I probably prefer. I think probably think Nicholas Angel is probably the weakest Simon Pegg protagonist character. I I think that's probably like sort of my sort of opinion on the whole thing is the is Sean is the weakest one of the of the main of like the main characters in these films. Like, not that he's bad or anything. In fact, I would say he's probably pretty decent. I, I think, like, Nicholas Angel is, like, still a good character. Hell, very, I'd say he's a pretty decent character. But it's very much like... Okay. But, I, you know... I just think the sort of character stuff they want to do with him just doesn't work as well for me as it does with some other people. That's just sort of my opinion on it. Is that he's not... Yeah, he's not a bad character, but he is, like, for sure the weakest character. Uh, but that being said, I prefer the surrounding, the supporting characters around. Oh, sorry, just kicked something there. I prefer the characters surrounding uh, Nicholas Angel than I do the characters surrounding Sean. Like I think that. Um... Like I, I personally think that. Uh, what's his name? The and I like I think the Andes. In uh yeah the Andes. Yeah, the the two Andes in Hot Fuzz are some of the best characters Edgar Wright has ever written. I think they are really really funny and very entertaining characters and and some and they just yeah just some of the funniest characters that he's written you know with. Uh, Paddy Considine and uh, Rafe Spall, I think it is. I think Timothy Dalton is a great character. His performance is phenomenal, and I and I personally believe that. Like in my personal opinion, I think the big twist in Hot Fuzz works remarkably well. Like I I. I saw a video sort of talking about like stuff you didn't know about Hot Fuzz and I sort of spoiled that twist but I kind of forgot that and kind of pushed it out of my mind and I didn't really think anything of it. So you know when it when you know something does happen the big reveal happens it's very much like oh 
cheer, you know. And the the third act, the final like massive action sequence, that like the massive finale, you know, third act action sequence, it just you know takes everything that's been set up prior and just sort of it's like you know. All the things we've talked about being stupid and dumb and not happening in real life, now we're going to do that them all, you know. Like, jumping in the air while shooting guns and shooting out of a car and, like, a big high-speed chase, you know. Riding on a horse into a city town, you know, you know. They are two phenomenal, phenomenal films, and I'd absolutely love to cover them on the podcast at some point and do, like, a proper, maybe a couple episodes worth, maybe two episodes worth going through Edgar Wright's uh, directorial filmography. So, I'm just going to give you the full ranking again, from worst to best. So, at the bottom at number seven, we've got Fistful of Fingers. Then, The Sparks Brothers, Baby Driver, The World's End, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, Shaun of the Dead, and Hot Fuzz. That is my full ranking for... Edgar Wright's filmography, not including Last Night in Soho, which I have unfortunately not been able to see yet, which is a massive shame because it was in my top 10, to my most anticipated films of the year, but I will talk about it, and I, when I eventually see it, and I cover it on what I watched this month, I'll tell you where it slots in to my Edgar Wright ranking. So that's all for this week's episode. I uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, sorry for taking the break off, but you know, I've just finished high school, and you know, I think I could have deserved a couple of weeks off, in my personal opinion. But that, so I'm hopefully for now, for like the rest, for however much longer I've run this podcast, I will try my best to get an episode out every week to you. And on Wednesday, I'll be talking about the films that I watched this past month. On Wednesday, it will be. So look out for that because that is going to be hopefully very good. And then in the next few weeks, I've got some episodes planned with some fr- with some people, uh, and maybe some new people will be coming on the show at some point. Exciting. Uh, <laughs> so yes, that is all. Thank you very much for listening to this episode, and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.